Are the lights on? Good. Welcome to Listen with the Lights On. I'm Jessica Blaustein Marshall. And I'm Patrick Garrett. The city of Albany is 330 years old. From its early days as the fur trading hub of Fort Orange to the urban center of state politics that it is today, the city on the banks of the Hudson River has a rich history. It's played pivotal political, economic, and social roles in American society throughout the centuries and has been home to many influential people. But where there's such extensive history, there's also a wealth of lore. From restless spirits to ghosts of election years past, New York's capital city is full of stories. Maeve McEnany, education coordinator for the Albany County Convention and Visitors Bureau, is an expert on Albany lore and is here today to tell us a story. Maeve, welcome to Listen with the Lights On. Thank you for having me. So you're an expert on lore in this region. What are some of your favorite stories? Uh, My favorite stories, I have to say, probably come from Tenbrook Mansion because I really think it's the start of how I even got into this. My father is an Albany historian, and when he would drive me around the city of Albany telling me history stories, which, of course, as maybe a 10-year-old, couldn't have been more boring. You know, completely (laughs) zoned out, glassy eyes. And then we'd go by some of the historic sites, and he'd say... Oh, well, did you know that's haunted? Immediately I was interested and I wanted to know more. And with Tenbrook Mansion, we drove by Tenbrook Mansion and he told a story of a slow day at Tenbrook Mansion, which is in the city of Albany. Uh, It's the home of the Albany uh, County Historical Association. And a psychic showed up. A self-proclaimed psychic shows up for a tour and it was a very slow day. And the psychic says oh, would you mind if I did a reading of the house? And they're saying, sure, that sounds hilarious, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Go to town. <laughs> yeah, and so she he takes the tour, and I'll fully admit, apparently it was a terrible psychic, that the psychic would rest their hands on a chair and say, somebody died in the chair. No, nobody died in the chair. Just <laughs> one hit, miss, and hit over and over. Somebody it's... whose name started with R. No, F. R- no. <laughs> exactly. Like, everything that you see in, the, you know, the Penn and Teller debunking, that's what was happening. Bad, cold readings. But then they said, well, could I go up to the attic? Apparently, very slow day, and they said, Sure. And the psychic finds this trunk and opens up the trunk and says, this is it. This is the presence and points to a painting of a man with a billy goat beard and says, that is the man who I'm hearing. He is very upset that his portrait is not hanging in the Daughters of the American Revolution room, which is one of the restored rooms in the mansion. He wants his painting back. Now again many, many misses, so they said, mm-hmm, goodbye. <laughs> Didn't think anything of it until they open up their binder of pictures. They were just doing inventory later in the month, going through, and what do they find but a picture of the DAR room with the man with the Billy Goat Beards painting hanging over the mantle. When I first heard the story, of course, it was back hanging up because they didn't want to take any chances with this. Now, Many years later, I'm now giving tours of the building, and now it's a picture of George Washington over the mantle. And they have had investigations in the mansion, and the investigations talk about a very upset spirit. They use all of the technology you see on the ghost hunting shows, the electronic voice phenomenon, which is, you think of radio static and voices coming through. 
and they have gotten voices of a very angry man uh, who at most came out and said a word when they did the presentation that nobody seemed to hear. In fact, it almost sounded like it was saying, oh my God, with this heavy T. Like a German accent like kind a, of thing? Yeah, or perhaps Dutch. Oh, uh-huh. right, right. That would make more sense. Right? <laughs> uh, and when they did this presentation, and I'm standing next to uh, Stuart Lehman, who is another paranormal expert of the New York State Capitol building, and, you know, he says, no, 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 listen to this. It says, Alcott which was the second owners of the Tenbrook Mansion. And the voice was in response to the ghost hunter saying, who are you? And the voice going, the angry voice going, all caught, all caught. Whoa. And again, this is me doing all this research from when I was 10 years old. I do find the picture of the man with the billy goat beard, and it was Mr. Alcott. That is giving me chills. Isn't like, that that's interesting? really creepy. <laughs> and so for me, the mansion, I think, is my favorite because I, I said as a 10-year-old, and why aren't people doing tours of this? And I said, now I'm in my 30s doing what I wanted to do when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. When did the that psychic, what was the time? Was it like the 70s or well, something? Well, that or? had to have been probably in the 80s. Oh, okay. uh, so that one was probably in the 80s. The Paranormal Society came in around early probably early to mid 2000s uh tri-city new york paranormal what a creepy story so you go you go in the house now and have you actually seen that painting they don't have it hanging up right now but it was out and i wasn't looking for it you know they just had a temporary display up and the painting was hanging uh in in the display and my partner in all this paul nooney he and i look at it and we are the biggest chickens ever we should not be doing ghost tours and we see it (laughs) and we go (gasps) oh we, you know, again, a number 102, why we just wanted to run out of the house. And... <laughs> Chills up your spine. Absolutely, Ooh, yeah. That's like the portrait of Dorian Gray. I mean, not like a, not exactly the same, but that just reminded me of it. It popped into my head when you started talking about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the idea that it's not hanging where it's supposed to be. And they do get this same voice, this robotic voice, and it'll say things like, go away, go away. And so as a storyteller, though, I can't help but try to make these connections. And so, you know, part of it is me taking all of these various threads and stories and experiences that people have had and coming back to saying, well, maybe there's a historical explanation for this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned Dutch and Albany's Dutch history. I mean, Tenbrook Mansion, obviously, Dutch connection, but are there other... The lore in Albany, is it very tied to the Dutch tradition or the Dutch settlements? It's interesting is that I haven't found one necessary theme throughout, except for the fact that Albany does not let their dead rest in peace. And when I begin tours, uh, especially when I begin downtown, I work at the Albany Visitor Center, so it's pretty common for me to start a tour there. The river would have come up much further there. And I say, you're you're walking on the remnants of the old city. Whenever we do any kind of construction, uh, for example, next to 677 Prime, we built a parking lot, a garage, and we find an old rum distillery. So when we walk in downtown Albany, you are walking on that old Dutch history. Uh, we're the oldest chartered city in the United States. I mean, that's huge. And as I said, we don't let the dead rest in peace. So by Tenbrook Mansion, there's on the Tenbrook Triangle, there's a beautiful little park next to St. Joseph's Church where the kids play. Well, that was a cemetery. And we dug them bodies up and moved them to St. Agnes. And how we know that story is because a woman in Tenbrook Triangle was taking up her sidewalk and found a gravestone for a 10-year-old boy. And it wasn't that they buried the boy there. 
but they've recycled the gravestones. Uh-huh. Uh, Washington Park, 40,000 bodies were buried in Washington Park before we decided, you know what, the city's expanding, we want to have this wonderful green space, so we move 40,000 bodies. My great-great-grandmother was buried there before they dug her up, uh, moved her to where Albany High now is, then had to dig her up again, oh. move her to St. Agnes Cemetery. Wow. So li- you're not even talking figuratively. You're talking literally. We do not let our dead rest in wow. peace. So perhaps that's why things appear to be a bit unsettled here. A lot of restlessness. A lot of restlessness. All of that. All of the, the terrible superstitions. Now oh, Albany's, we're breaking them all. Why do you think that is? We were just sort of too big for our bridges. We're like, we, we got to yeah. expand now. Yeah. I mean, as we say, you know, we, we start as, you know, this little... Fort Orange, you know, we're little Fort Orange and we grow and we grow and uh, Albany, I mean, 1624, we were the the hub for fur trading. So we were quite big in business and then we start moving on, we get the Erie Canal, we get bigger and we're moving further and f- way, further away from the river. So we're going uptown, uptown, uptown mm-hmm. and then we'd run into these cemeteries and, well, we just move them. They're not complaining. Small inconvenience. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. This is what I use ghost stories for because there are, I don't want to say history purists, but people who don't see the point of a ghost story. Well, I never would have been into history as a child had I not been told ghost stories. They're a way to open the door because we tell the story about Mr. Alcott and 90% of Albany doesn't take the time to learn about the Alcotts, but you hear that story. Well, who were the Alcotts? And you find out they are this prominent only family that the uh, the executive mansion, the governor's mansion, was originally built by Alcotts and you find the roots of your city, but that's what that folklore's for. Let's go back to Tenbrook Mansion for a minute. Can you tell us more stories about it? Are there more scary things that happen there? I have a couple of funny stories that happen to me, and I don't know that I... I Actually, now that I have done it, it's almost made me more skeptical, mm-hmm. but I do have these things I can't explain. For example, because I get scared in the mansion, and my other half uh, of this venture, Paul said, well, talk to the mansion when you're alone. And so I do. And when I'm alone in the mansion, day or night, I talk to the house. And on one of the last nights of a tour, I said, okay, Tenbrook, it's my last tour. And the grandfather clock door busted open. Whoa. And I almost ran right out. I was not having it. <laughs> like, wait, I got to lock up. Okay, yep. now we go. <laughs> wow, that's creepy. So, wow, I don't know if I could physically be alone in a space like well, that. Well, it doesn't feel dangerous so that's mm-hmm. the thing is it's not like malicious like malevolent. exactly okay. it's and that's that's when we talk about energy mm-hmm. you know and and you so said what are ghosts and ghosts right. are energy what's and that's over. not really even what this show is about we're not like no. we're not ghost hunting we're just no. sort of we're talking exactly what you said about yes. history and how it connects to the yeah. lore and, all and it stuff. doesn't feel unsafe so when you tell these stories and lights are going on and off and and we just say okay it's Say hi. <laughs> and that's all you could really do with yeah, it. Yeah, we're cool. We're, we're cool. Good. And that's it. That's what you literally say. Is that I'm cool. I'm just saying hi. And that's, yeah. So I don't know. I don't have a conclusion one way or the other. I have weird things that have happened that I <laughs> I have to turn a blind eye to. Otherwise, I would never be <laughs> doing yeah. what I'm doing. But that's great. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Sure. Absolutely. Anytime. And we will speak with you again. Thank you. Listen with the Lights On is a production of WAMC. 
Our theme music is Grizzly Reminder by Midnight Syndicate. For more spine-tingling tales, check out our podcast or head over to wamc.org. Coming up soon, listen in while we visit Tenbrook Mansion in person. No, we'll end in the basement. I think that'll be more fun. (laughs) (laughs) And then we'll lock you in there. And then we'll lock you in there. It's an old house. The locks are old, right? Find out in part two.